So wake me up. This is Jay Boo for breakfast. Trust snakes. We got that coming up after seven o'clock. This is the freakiest, one of the freakiest ones I think we've had so far. I mean, I've covered these snake stories for some time now. And just when you think you've seen it all, all they just just keep getting more trustworthy, trustless. I was like, mm, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> that never happened. That's not a thing. That yeah, was look, a faux pas. Um, no, yeah. I just. You can never convince me. No one can ever convince no. me that snakes are okay. No, not at all. Well, and I'm sorry if you have a snake as a pet. And especially after this story today. It will betray you. Love it. Coming up after seven, we'll have a look at that. And Was also... In someone's bed? No. Because <laughs> that is also a, like a big fear of mine. I have a lot of fears, in uh, case you haven't noticed. Years ago, when I was growing up in SA, there was a, uh, in the paper, uh-huh. uh, I was probably 11 or 12, I think. This kind of sparked the Don't Trust Snakes <gasps> segment. There was a woman having a shower <gasps> and a brown snake <gasps> dropped in from the ceiling into her uh, shower while she was showering. Yeah. It's was like, she bitten? No, amazingly she wasn't. No. No. It was like in the roof and it slithered in through the exhaust fan, which was above her shower. She's there, you know, eyes closed, washing the hair. Oh, God, and I think I'm going to throw she's up. she's felt something fall on her head and then it hit the ground and kind of <laughs> do a bit of that one. And she's going, what the hell is that? Open her eyes and there was like a one and a half metre brown snake in the base of her shower, just like slithering in the water and freaking out from the water dropping on it. So she's like sketched out. And luckily it hadn't bit her. Like she just stepped out of the shower casually and just like rang wires, put clothes on. Stepped and then out rang... casually. Are you kidding yeah. me? I would have fallen out of the shower, oh, I, probably yeah. landed on it somehow. So yeah. then it would definitely bit me. Slipped over, oh fallen through the glass, landed in the bath, had it land on top of you. Because what if you're in a bath shower? Oh, no. And you're in there with the brown snake. Nah. You are gone. Nah. I'm Googling this yeah, story. It, Let's see uh, if it's it, still was, there. it was that long ago and it was in SA. I don't think internet uh, was even around at that stage, so I don't think you'll find it online. But anyway, it was just it, That is terrifying. Yeah, it crazy. But anyway, that's not the don't trust snake story for today. We've got another one that's equally as horrendous as that coming up after seven o'clock. So wake me up. This is J Boo for breakfast. On 92.9. Stupid love to stupid houses. Check this out. This is where I think we've discussed weird things you've had in your house. Yes, I always wanted a secret something. Yeah, you, you did. You wanted a secret tunnel or yeah, something. Yeah, secret didn't you? tunnel, like secret room, secret something. This is just odd. This is. A studio apartment's been listed for rent in Shidney in Surrey Hills. Mm-hmm. It's drawn attention online, though, for its unusual design feature. Oh, dear. The bathroom and kitchen are separated by a glass wall. Nope. It's, it's <laughs> weird. It's, it's weird. unacceptable. There's literally, it's like a galley kitchen. So down one wall is the kitchen and the bench and the oven and the cupboards and all that. And then there's literally a glass divider and the bathroom's in there. It's got the toilet that faces the galley kitchen. <laughs> so you just, g'day, how are you? Make me a coffee while you're at it, will you? 
That feel, is so unacceptable. Like you couldn't so... live there with anyone. No, you couldn't. No, not at all. Imagine you couldn't like... Even have, couldn't even have people staying. No, you no. Were, like, there's no, no way to deal with that scenario. No, nah, no. Nah, See, I'm not a fan That's of... That's silly. Who yeah, did that? no. Who, even, who thought that up and then constructed, like, who... The, the builder... Surely that would have said to the owner, mate, really? I know. Even, like, there's a bit of a phase called, like, um, what, what are the, what's the word where, I can't remember what it is, but when you have the master suite and bedroom yes. and they don't put a wall in no, anymore. No, yeah, I've seen a few of those. Yeah, so yeah. I've got one of those at the, pl- the place that I live oh, in. yeah, right. So it's a bit like... It's a bit, like there's kind of some, like, there's a, there's a wardrobe blocking like half of it, yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. So kind of like the toilet and stuff is yeah. like hidden from view from the bedroom. Yeah. But still like um, when I have like a friend up next weekend, like anytime she needs to use the bathroom, like I'm just, just going to have to close the bedroom door. It's bizarre. That's very, Like yeah. that is a lot, like that is so much better than the Surrey Hills one. Like you could, yes. this is still livable. Yeah. It could be a couple, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That one is unacceptable. Nah. Imagine just like, Getting up to get a glass of water in the middle of the night and then oh, turning no. around, someone's on the loo like, hey, <laughs> don't mind me. It's odd. Emma Matsiazzo from Exclusive Real Estate, she's the one that has to try and rent this thing out. She's got the hardest job on the planet. She said apparently it was designed to give the illusion of more space. Sure it was. Uh, apparently there's been a lot of interest in it and it's listed for $245 a week if you're interested. Looks very, tre- it's very trendy. Oh, they're trendy? It's very trendy. Very trendy. Very trendy for Surrey Hills. Oh. But just not, not very functional really, <laughs> is it? Not at all. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. Get all up. On 92.9. Generation Gap Time. Annie, we have got your tweet. Okay. You need to decipher for whether this has been penned by a millennial or a boomer. Okay, I'm ready. This is from Sydney mm-hmm. or her little uh, Twitter handle thing mm-hmm. is Darth Sidious. Sidious. And her name's Sydney. <laughs> See? It's very smart. Mm, is it? Mm. The tweet, though, isn't about Star Wars, amazingly. Oh. It's about Twilight. <laughs> And she writes, Robert Patterson realising he might have to reprise his role as Edward. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even finished it. (laughs) Because of this hashtag Midnight Sun stuff after working for years to distance himself from Twilight. And then there's a photo, I don't have it. Because it wouldn't print off. But, and then there's a photo of Ben Affleck with the full-on beard looking depressed with a, with a fag in one hand and a bottle of scotch or whatever in the other hand going, really? Because I love it because Robert Patterson's tried he so hard to distance himself. So much joy. <laughs> I it was a great love tweet. the stories of like... There's like so many stories of 
Rob Patterson basically ignoring fans who like him because he is like Twitter. Yeah. He's Twitter. He is um, Robert Twilight. Twilight. He's yeah. Robert Patterson. Because he's Robert Patterson as well, I guess. Yeah, I'll write it. <laughs> that was not English, any <laughs> <Nah>. of that. <laughs> because he is Edward Cullen. But then, like, someone will say Cedric as in from Harry Potter and he'll, like, talk to them. Yeah, he'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> so Look, I just have to say, I think this one's a millennial because. Yeah. Um, a, it's Twilight. Mm. B, the zesty humour. <laughs> and C, I don't think any boomer knows who Robert Patterson is. <laughs> we'll try that out with Dunny later on. <laughs> what bloody smugly vampires? <laughs> Brand, no, I'm the only one's Bram. You're not a, spa, a star if you're not doing sport. <laughs> Bram Stoker. That's the only type. <laughs> that, the one that the Keanu Reeves one, that wasn't even a stretch. No, no one. babe. Love Keanu Reeves. Um... Have you and you've seen that version of Dracula? I have it on DVD if you want to borrow it. <laughs> I don't have a DVD it's... player. To... <laughs> I was called you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, love it. By the way, if you're wondering, Dunny's our resident fact checker here. Yes. And also our avid sports lover. Yeah, we, we love, love you, Dunny. We love you, Dunny. <laughs> we love you. Well done, you got it. Thank you, thank you. That would have been wild if it had been a boomer. Were you trying to trick me into thinking that maybe it was too easy? Look, again, I think she was more Gen X, Sydney yeah, was, but yeah. she looked on the younger end of the Gen X scale. Yeah, okay. She looked sort of maybe late 30s. Yep, yep. Early 40, so probably really Gen X, but you know what? 40 year old will put that down in the. Good tweet, though. Yeah, very like, good love tweet. your tweet, game, gal. Yeah, I thought you'd like that, even though it was Twilight related. So wake me up. This is JV for breakfast. John 92.9. Snake. 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 Them. So I thought all the snakes would have buggered off by now and gone into hibernation. Seriously, but of, guys. Of course, there's always Queensland, Ugh. and that's where this tale comes from. I didn't want to do Don't Trust Snakes this morning, but this landed on my desk when I came in, and I could not pass it up. This is freaky. So Michael Hillard was in his Queensland home, mm-hmm. north of Brisbane in Draper. He was there doing the dishes yes. in his you know kitchen sink there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Started washing the dishes up, put his hand near the sinkhole to put the sink plug in uh-huh. to fill the sink up with dishes. And hello! A juvenile eastern brown snake nope. has popped its head up out of the sinkhole. Oh. He's just about to put the plug in. Hello! The head's gone. It's not a friendly hello, it's like a... Hello, I am here. Oh my gosh. Crazy. He was literally like inches away from it as well. From the snake poking its head out of the sink plug. I can never live in Queensland. It's freaky. He was in a bit of shock because they're pretty lethal, he said. Thank God it didn't get me. Which one is it? The eastern brown snake? You'd think they'd be nice and quiet here. Michael told Nine News. He rang the snake catcher, Stephen Brown. (laughs) 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 He he was tasked with the job of removing the snake, uh, but it slithered back down and into the dishwasher by the time he'd arrived. 
Despite its tiny size, the snake had enough venom to kill a person. They're considered the second most venomous land snake in the world, and they're more respons- they're more they're uh, responsible for more deaths every year than any other group of snakes, the brown snake family. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the photo. Ah! Yeah. It was a little snake, but as I said here, they got more than enough venom to kill any that to is kill terrifying. someone. So you don't want him. Nah. So there you go, popping its head out of the sink plug, and then not only that, slither. See, that's why you can't trust them. They're popping out of sinkholes. Why is it in the you sink? Can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't. And I pop- love that he was calm enough to. Imagine though. If it, Michael hadn't gone to do the dishes then and it had slithered out of the sinkhole <sighs> and then slithered around the house, it could have spent <sighs> weeks in the house. It could have gotten bigger while in the house. It could have gotten larger. It could have become an adult snake in Michael's house. of a cluster of eastern brown no. snakes. Now I feel ill. Um... That's why you can't trust them. They're coming out of sinkholes now. I'm so you can't. Scared. You can't trust them. I don't want to be in a world with snakes. <laughs> snake. 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 So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. Don ninety two point nine. I love dogs. They're the best. And uh, the last couple of... Well, I always walk the the river track, the walking track past the baseball fields uh, most afternoons. I know Annie on occasion does it as well. And I was out wandering yesterday and someone had their dog uh, down at the baseball fields. It was like a golden retriever, Papa. Papa. And he's... the. Owner had the you know the the ball thrower the oh, actual yes, yes, yes. Yeah, chuck in that mm-hmm. and the dogs running after yeah, it bless. grabs the ball brings it back to the owner. I'm walking along and then the dog ran towards me and I'm like oh, okay he wants a pat right. The dog runs past me and I'm like where's he going? The ball's gone in the opposite direction, Papa. You're going the wrong way. You're meant oh, to go no. left and you're going right. He's running down the path, keeps going, keeps going, runs up to the tap and lies under the tap. He wants a drink. Oh my goodness. I he love is smart. Puppers. He's a smart papa. I didn't even know the tap was there. Oh and this God. dog from like 150 meters is like, nah, I've played fetch enough. I need I a need drink. drink. I'm dehydrated. Yeah. Legend lies I under the tap waiting for the owner oh to come goodness. over and turn it on. Can I tell you a wholesome papa story? Yes. So please. my friend. We need um, it after the snakes. Yes. My friend has a beautiful golden retriever. Now his name is Hoover and we love Hoover a lot. <laughs> great um and so my friend sent me a video of hoover like wagging his tail and like smiling you know as dogs yeah, do yeah and so then i sent a video back directed to hoover not my friend who cares about lucky and i was like hoover i love you so much you're such a good boy and then my friend sent me back a video that his girlfriend had filmed of him showing the video to hoover and hoover like wagging his tail while like looking at my video <laughs> I love that. I love puppets. They're the best. Snakes, not so much. Dogs, Snakes amazing. Can just leave. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. Get all up on 92.9. ScoMo's phone has been running hot. He's had all the big names calling him recently. Uh, Boris Johnson, he chatted <laughs> to on Monday. He wished mm-hmm. him well with his new son. 
which, by the way, it's been named, who we didn't cover this off earlier on in the week, Wilfred is the name of, uh, of, it is. of Boris Johnson's new son, and Nick is the middle name named after the two doctors that helped Boris Johnson out in the ward. Oh, that's which quite is cute, Which is very actually. nice. So, Wilfred Nick Johnson. That's actually quite a nice-sounding, well-rounded name. Yeah, not bad. Because it's like... Two one two Wilfred Nick Johnson. Yeah, that's right. It's like a haiku. Yes. Uh, and also, they discussed the economic impact of the pandemic as well. Uh, after they discussed the sun and you know what they're doing, and we swapped notes on their virus responses. They said wouldn't have got much of a reply from Boris Johnson on that one. But then uh, right after the call from Boris Johnson, you got a call from the Queen. What? Her Madge. Boris Johnson got upstaged. Yeah, got upstaged. Uh, I think the Queen was doing the rounds because Jacinta Ardern also chatted with the Queen earlier on in the week as well. Yeah, but they'd be like besties. Oh, they would. Yeah. Yeah. Jacinta Ardern said she was amazed at how much the Queen remembers from her tours of New Zealand. Yeah. That would have just been reminiscing. Sisters are doing it for themselves. That's the Queen and Jacinda, by the way. Of course, yeah. They would have, like, you know, swapped old stories about when, you know, the Madge had, you know, cut envelopes and ribbons and all that over there in New Zealand on her various tours over the years, the Commonwealth Games in Auckland in the 90s, of course. Yeah. Just like the Queen and Jacinda Ardern, yep. like just like hanging out in front of a fire, sipping cups of tea with an appropriate amount of milk in them. Yes. Just chatting. I think just so. Just chatting about everything, you know? They'd get Life, along very love, well. love, liberty, happiness. I think she'd get along with everyone, though, to be honest with you. The just, Queen or? Oh, Jacinda Ardern, yeah, more so. Yeah. The Queen, to a certain extent. The Queen uh, congratulated us on uh, the handling of the coronavirus pandemic, but she was also pleased to hear that horse races were still running here as well. God, she loves her horses. She loves her horse racing. Yes. She loves it. She was checking. She was checking in to see how we were all getting on. <laughs> uh, and also, she was keen to hear about how Australia was recovering after the uh, the bushfires as well. And also, did ask about the drought and go the recovery queen. of the drought. So go the Queenie Poo there. Mm. Fantastic, love it. His phone's running hot. Trump can't be too far away. Where's President Putin? Surely that's got to be later on in the week. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. On 92.9. Time to have a chat with Tracy Carr, the sustainability coordinator at Tamworth Regional Council. Find out how things are going in the issue of water sustainability. Happy Wednesday morning, Tracy. How are you? I'm really well, thanks, JB. How are you? Yeah, really well, really well. Thanks for uh, having a chat with us this morning. There's been a little bit of an increase in uh, restriction breaches being reported to council, Tracy. Yeah, unfortunately, we have seen a slight increase in those reports coming through. Um, so things like hosing down hard surfaces like the driveway outside and um, watering gardens just seem to be slightly on the increase. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we'd encourage residents, you know, if they are using tank water to contact council to have the tank inspected so that we we can confirm for our records and for passers-by with our signage that they are using an independent water supply. Yeah. But if they don't have access to that independent water supply, then um, we really need to not be using any treated water outdoors at, on Level 5 restrictions. 
Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's certainly not defending it, but it's kind of a weird psychological thing on at the moment where we've seen rain, the grass is green, everything's looking really nice, but you do yeah. have to remember that the dams are still well low and, and dropping, unfortunately. So uh, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and you know, and it's, some of the messaging could get confused as well because we have east restrictions in some um, towns yes. throughout our region. But yes, yeah, for Tamworth, Moonbi and Kittingle, um, we're, we're quite a way off easing restrictions there, unfortunately, based on the dam level. Yeah, consumption, though, is still low throughout the region, which is great. That is great news. So it's really it's really encouraging that that water consumption is staying low. Um, we did expect it to drop as, as the weather cooled off. Um, you know, hot weather just by nature tends to... to lead to higher consumption, particularly with evaporative coolers. But, um, yeah, to see that number remaining low, we've just had the updated weekly average come through this morning and it's sitting at 15.3 megalitres for the last week, um, which is well below the 16.1 megalitre target that we aim for. So, And the further we can get below that 16.1 megalitre target now, mm. um, you know, the more water we're going to have potentially um, heading into summer, you know, it's... It's obviously very concerning thought to think that the dam may not rise between now and summer when the water consumption will start to mm. increase again. So mm. every little drop that we can save now is going to help us get through the next hot period if we don't see rain um, fall in the dam. We had a little bit of rain last Thursday. We had about 21 millimetres or so on the official rain gauge at the airport. Did that get any inflows into the Chaffee Dam? Yeah, so there was, I think there was about 34 mils at the head of the peel all up um, at yeah, the end lovely. of it. And it's it's seen the dam inflows increase by, it went up by 1.12 of a percent. So okay. it's not a great uh, um, increase, but the positive thing from that is it was a very small amount of rain. So three months ago, to see that level of inflow into the dam was taking more like 80 or 100 mils of rain. So because the groundwater, you know, is getting all replenished, um, the rivers are running freely now, smaller amounts of rain are having more of a positive impact on the inflows into the dam. So we're going to, if we keep seeing regular rainfall, um, you know, we're going to get a lot more benefit from that moving forward. No, that's yeah, that's that's great to hear. Um, there's been uh, you've had some rebates um, coming through council with the expansion of that rebate scheme back in February. About 114 rebates have now been paid. Tell us or remind us a little bit about what that rebate is, Tracy. Absolutely. So in February, um, the rebates were extended. We had six products that we've paid a rebate for for an extended period of time. It's been ten or eleven years. We've had those ones in place. But we've extended that out to 29 different products that we offer rebates for, and we've also made them available to um, business and commercial water users as well. Um, And what it is, is if you buy, uh, purchase one of the products on the list to install at your home or your business, you can apply for a rebate through council that is generally 50% of the price of the product up to a limit, and we have a different limit on each product, obviously. Um, The popular ones still remain um, water-efficient shower heads and dual-flush toilets. We process a lot of those. And we've seen a really big increase in the number of rebates for tanks ever since we introduced the rebate for standalone tanks, which means you don't have to plumb that back to the house for laundry and toilet use anymore. You can install a tank that's purely for your outdoor water use, if that's what you want to use it for, and we, we can pay a rebate on those. 
Fantastic. And just finally, if anyone does have any doubts about what their water usage is or what they can and can't do at home or at work, um, they can obviously contact council and the sustainability staff there will be able to point them in the right direction. Absolutely. Um, We're more than happy to chat with anyone who has any concerns or any questions or things they're not sure of, or even if they've got some some great ideas and tips of things that they've been doing at home. Um, You know, we we have avenues where we can can share that information Mm. and we'd really love to do that. So, yeah, we'd encourage any resident um, who'd like to chat water sustainability to give either myself or Louise Cadell a call and, and we'd be really happy to chat with you. Fantastic. Tracy, always great to have a chat with you and we'll talk again next week. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, JB. Have a great week. Thank you. You 